Hi, um, I'm Chaehan. I'm from Australia, and I'm in Emmaus. <laughs> okay, um, okay. So I didn't grow up in a Christian environment. I always had questions regarding the existence of God, but I never thought that I could have a personal relationship with God. I'd accepted that religion just wasn't for me. I'd never been in such a dark place that pushed me to search for a higher being, and there was never a problem I encountered that my parents couldn't help me with. So whatever insecurities or fears I had, I had believed and accepted that they were just a part of me, my personality, something I had to learn to live with. So basically, I came to Korea on exchange last semester. Um, but then once semester ended, all of my friends I had hung out with went back home. But, um... Oh, come <laughs> I did this yesterday, okay. But, um... I knew Chris Tong and, uh, yeah, and Randy because we had one class together, but we actually never hung out outside of class. So I naturally started hanging out with these people. And then somehow I found myself surrounded by only Emmaus people. <laughs> so since all of my friends were in Emmaus, I naturally decided to check out Emmaus in New Philly. The first time I encountered Emmaus, it was the first time I'd seen someone praying out loud let alone arms flailing and jumping up and down during worship. I was the least to say freaked out, but I was also moved. Tears were welling up during the service, maybe a little out of fear, but during the entire service, I was so confused. But I'm not one to cry in public, so I held it in. And then as soon as I was alone, as soon as I stepped into my dorm room, I burst into tears. I was bawling for a good hour and a half. Yes, I was a little freaked out. But more than that, I was in awe and envy of the joy, passion, and love these people had for God. It looked so liberating. And I wanted that. To be your freaky self without any reservations? <laughs> now that's freedom. Looking back, I realized how gentle God has been with me. Sarah saw, um, she shared with me a vision that she had while praying for me during the Emmaus retreat. She saw a fisherman, God, trying to reel me in, trying to catch me. He was courting me. God made it so that my first semester at Yonsei was really about me enjoying life again, building good relationships with people and just bringing me to a happier place and softening my heart where I'd be more open to him. And this semester, he really pursued me by how he surrounded me with not just amazed people, but people who are some of the most hungry for God. I mean, Emmaus is really taking over. You know, we, we don't eat lunch. We just come as soon as Sunday swim is over to try and get a seat close to the front. I mean, we sit in front of the leaders now. Like, <laughs> God also placed my big brother Ryan in my life to go on this journey with together. In the beginning, I would only go to Emmaus if Ryan went. And sometimes we wouldn't go. But he played a big part in me going to the Emmaus retreat. I was really hesitant about going to it. It felt like too big of a step. So Ryan and I had agreed that we would discuss it and then decide together. That was the day we met Tina Lee. <laughs> we had lunch together with Tina, and then I had gone off to class. So Ryan was left alone with Tina. When I came back from class, he said, yo, I pay the deposit. 
So that's how I went up to retreat. God knew me so well that he knew I needed someone else in the same position as me so that I wouldn't, so that I wouldn't feel alone or pressured. Ryan and I were actually saved on the same night. And we both had no idea at the, same, at the time. For me, accepting Jesus Christ as my Savior took a number of weeks. I had recognized the importance of it, the heaviness of that commitment. And I told myself that I wouldn't say that one sentence until I believed wholeheartedly that God existed for me. So I thought that an encounter with God, a vision, a manifestation would make me believe in him. So I kept praying for an encounter. The crazy thing is, I always thought that a manifestation would be the highlight, the epitome of this journey. But in fact, when I was thinking of the most significant experiences from my testimony, my manifestation is actually near the bottom of that list. I realized that, yes, it was a blessing, but it didn't change me or my faith. It was more of a byproduct, a symptom. So like everyone around me said, the leaders, Pastor Aaron, my friends, and the word, it's all about faith. We're a generation that's taught to analyze everything, to question everything, to be logical and have evidence to back up your thoughts or your arguments. We're a generation that is so driven by the mind. But when it came to my heart, I had no idea. I have difficulty even knowing what emotion I'm feeling, let alone why I'm feeling a certain way. I'm evolved in the mind, but when it comes to the matters of the heart, I'm an infant. So in my head at the time, faith just didn't make sense. It didn't work. But then the night that I got saved, it hit me. It didn't matter what I believed. I had this immense desire to believe in God and the word. Recognizing and understanding that helped me to exercise my faith, which was what eventually led to my salvation. After that, it became so much easier to live within my heart and not my mind, to the point where I'm freaking people out. I mean, I've always had love for others, but I just had a hard time expressing that or even just simply complimenting people. But now I'm like out of control. I haven't hugged this much in my life. I haven't told people this much that they were beautiful. It has never been this easy to tell people I love them. So I was saved eight weeks ago. So I'm a baby Christian. So when I really think about my growth in literally a matter of weeks, it's just mind boggling. My relationship with God of only a number of weeks has fundamentally changed what 20 years of my life has established and consolidated. I mean, I've always smiled and laughed a lot, but I would get annoyed and hurt so easily. But now I'm not just happy, but I'm joyful all the time. I've never really been joyful. A lot of the times it's your circumstance and people in your lives that can make you happy. But joy, that's something you generate for yourself. And I've never had that. I've never just smiled for no particular reason. Now I do it all the time. <laughs> I remember when I first noticed this, noticed this I would tell my friends, um, it was Stephen and Sarah, I'm so happy all the time, and I don't know why. Like, I just want to hug everyone. I was legitimately confused. And they would give me that weird, knowing smile and be like, you know why. <laughs> the crazy thing is, despite my vast transformation, it feels normal. It doesn't feel uncomfortable. It's familiar. The idea, the idea of me as a Christian had always been a foreign concept and not something I'd considered possible. But the familiarity and the ease of this transformation can really only mean one thing. This is who I was supposed to be. This is what I was meant to do. Emmaus and New Philly helped me to open my eyes to God's presence. And that has been the greatest present I've ever received. The people I've met through Emmaus and New Philly are seriously some of the best people I've ever met in my life. 
Essentially, you guys were the catalyst in generating my faith in God. And you were also the catalyst in restoring my faith in Christians too. So thank you because you all played a part in my transformation from someone who didn't care about God to someone who's getting water baptized tonight.